The national conversation about how to talk about race in the classroom continues. The so-called anti-critical race theory rhetoric has inspired four bills making their way through the Kentucky General Assembly. One bill has cleared the Senate and is being considered in the State House. But some students aren't happy about it. WFBL Stephanie Wolf and Jess Clark have this report. Brianna Woods is cutting class today, but she's not playing video games or hanging out with her friends. She's at the state capitol, testifying before a committee of lawmakers in mid-February at the ACLU's invitation. I'm against Senate Bill 138. I believe this bill will negatively impact my education as well as my fellow students. The measure would require instruction to be consistent with a number of ideas. One of them, that connecting current racial disparities to slavery and Jim Crow is, quote, destructive to the unification of our nation. The bill would also require schools to teach certain historical documents, from the classic, like the Declaration of Independence, to the less expected, like a partisan speech Ronald Reagan gave years before his presidency. Supporters, like the conservative group No Left Turn Kentucky, say the bill is meant to curb an epidemic of leftist indoctrination in schools. As a result of many events since 2020, I became aware of some issues in my education. 15-year-old Timothy King voiced support at the committee hearing with No Left Turn Kentucky. King, who is black, says he transferred from a Jefferson County public school to a private Christian one. I came to realize that there was a certain mentality taught and encouraged in public schools. In my experience, victimhood was allowed and often praised. But Woods has a different perspective on the bill. It discourages teachers and students from having truthful conversations about current and past events. We met up with Woods, a student at DuPont Manual, a public high school in Louisville, several weeks later. Her dad came with her. I feel like I'm being seen and not heard. The bill Woods testified against says instruction cannot make students feel they bear responsibility for actions by members of their same gender or racial group. Lawmakers say they don't want students to feel guilty or uncomfortable. The bill doesn't explicitly mention white people. But Woods, who is Black and Filipino-American, says that's what it's about. It definitely benefits white people and their feelings. Obviously, it hurts to sort of, like, be told, you know, oh, your ancestors are the reason why some of society is broken. But it's a fact. It's not like it's meant to hurt your feelings. It's just something you have to grapple with. And students of all backgrounds in Kentucky want to grapple with that. They're looking for spaces in the classroom to talk about race. A recent survey of more than 10,000 Kentucky students showed that nearly half think their school needs to do more to confront racism. Wood's father, John Woods, has been sitting quietly beside his daughter, listening to her concerns. I wish I could express myself the way she does. He's supportive of her decision to speak up on this issue, but he's not as optimistic. John Woods is a 65-year-old Black man who has lived through previous backlashes against progress towards racial equality. He calls this push to limit classroom discussions on race a travesty, but he's not surprised it's happening. I think that a segment of this country feels like they're losing their country. They have no problem whitewashing it. They have no problem sweeping it under the carpet, you know, because they want to keep their perspectives where it makes them feel good. Woods already felt there were holes in his daughter's education when it comes to the experiences and contributions of Black people in this country. 
He supplemented her schooling with books and films from his own library. I know that you have the book, The Black Book by Toni Morrison, right? Yes. I love, I grew up like looking at the pictures and, and seeing like what is essentially, now that I think about it, a lot of the things that are left out of the history that I'm even taught like right now. So I can't even imagine how much more of that book or that book entirely <laughs> um, would be left out of my curriculum or other students' curriculum were these bills to pass. It's not just Senate Bill 138 the Woods are worried about. Republicans have filed three similar bills in the House, too. Lawmakers who support the bills often say educators should teach history objectively. But Patrick Lewis, the director of collections and research at the Filson Historical Society in Louisville, says history isn't neutral. History is the product of imperfect humans bringing all of their own perspective and bias to uh, an incomplete documentary record and, and coming up with the best interpretation that they can. He cites an example of the United Daughters of the Confederacy, a group of elite white women with Confederate ties who authored textbooks with a pro-Confederate view of history in the early 20th century. And some schools in the South, Teachers taught from those textbooks into the 1980s. So when lawmakers say they're concerned that conversations about racism are making kids uncomfortable, Lewis offers this. Lots of students have been feeling uncomfortable in U.S. history classrooms for a long time, and we've not recognized that. Specifically, Black students and other kids of color. We flagged down the sponsor of the Senate bill, Republican State Senator Max Wise, at the Capitol earlier this month. We asked him to respond to Brianna Woods' concerns that the bill censors teachers and discourages important discussions about racism. We want teachers to talk about controversial topics. We want them to teach about non-controversial topics. The only way we learn in a learn in a learning environment is to have those topics discussed. There is nothing in 138 that will tell a teacher what they can or cannot teach in the classroom. But that's not what many supporters of the bill say. In fact, members of Wise's own party have praised it on the Senate floor for quote putting some guardrails around what's said in the classroom. Wise says he's sponsoring the legislation because of concerns from parents who view anti-racist initiatives as leftist indoctrination. But 17-year-old Brianna Woods says that's the problem. The bill censors teachers and prioritizes the perspectives of white and wealthy parents. And they sort of have shut out listening to students who are actually in the classrooms every day, actually understanding the full context of the lessons that they're being taught. Woods has faith in her fellow students that they can handle these hard conversations and the discomfort that comes with them. And though many don't have a vote at the ballot box, they're using their voices. That makes Woods' dad, John, proud. It gives me hope that the future is not lost and that there are some young people that's willing to take the banner and carry it forward. The bill has passed the Senate and is now being considered by the House. In Louisville, Ann Frankfurt. I'm Jess Clark. And I'm Stephanie Wolf. You are listening to Morning Edition on 89.3 WFPL. And for more of this reporting, go to WFPL.org. That's where you can find a link to WFPL News' documentary, A Critical Moment, which explores how the U.S. and Germany teach their country's difficult history and why.